0: I'm gonna switch over here to like a 2007 article from uh, uh, from Radar Online, which weirdly was was partially owned by I want to say either Harvey Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein or both at different times um, throughout the 2000s, but nonetheless, wow, like Jeffrey uh, Epstein. That's funny. I, there might have been a Jeffrey Epstein connection to Radar Online, um, but. This is uh, an article called Fast Company that was written by Patrick Runkle and John Gorenfeld, who will come up later in this whole story. Um, but he was one of the original journalists to kind of write about it, like in its aftermath. Um, and um, let's see. Uh, yeah, he's summarizing kind of the same things. Um Oh, yeah. It's worth mentioning also that the Encino Mansion used to be owned by Shug Knight, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of like spooky in its own way. Another problematic uh, entertainment industry impresario of the 90s who had a very scary reputation. It says here, Among among the Den founders, new acquaintances in Los Angeles were such industry heavies as David Geffen, Uber manager Sandy Gallon, then NBC entertainment president Garth Anseer, and Usual Suspects director Brian Singer. Another name we're definitely going to get back to. It's also where they hatched an audacious plan for a web-based television venture that was to consign the networks to the dustbin of history. They called it DEN and staked its business model on narrowcasting or marketing to thin demographic segments. An early attempt to capture the online video zeitgeist that eventually blossomed with YouTube, DEN.net was instead rooted in original programming. The plan attracted major investments from key players in Hollywood, the tech industry, and Wall Street, ranging from Geffen and Singer to Intel NBC and Microsoft Michael Huffington wrote a check for 5 million after a lavish dinner party at MNC boasting to a friend that he expected to reap at least a tenfold gain from his vestment. Another regular at the mansion was then executive VP Brock Pierce. He was aggressive and self-assured with blonde hair and insouciant pout. He was also still a teenager, 17 years old and coming off a successful career as a child actor with the Mighty Ducks and First Kid among his credits. According to a Den board member, Pierce was hired as the guy who could tell us what Gen Wires were really likely to think. This talent came in handy not only in targeting the youth demographic, but also bringing in a steady supply of beautiful young men to the estate, lured with vague promises of fame as the Internet's first TV stars. Eventually, a number of those acolytes would file lawsuits alleging they were raped and or sexually abused at MNC by the three co-founders. Their charges were, mar- were remarkably consistent. All claimed they were bullied drugged drug course, sexual compliance, and in some cases threatened with loaded guns. When the plaintiffs filed civil suits against Collins Rector, Shackley, and Pierce, the three suddenly disappeared with what remained of their fortune, turning up two years later living in a villa in Marbella, Spain. They were arrested by local authorities who uncovered, quote, an enormous collapse Collection of child porn, according to Spanish police reports. In their absence, the plaintiffs were awarded default judgments in the amount of 4.5 million, but have collected only a small fraction of that. And while Collins Rector is living it up in London, this is in 2007, taking his young friends to lunch at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant and Claridge's hotel, according to The Sun, Pierce has recently been lauded yet again as a new economy genius for his role in a fast-growing internet venture that's drawn praise from the likes of Fortune and CNN. And that is a uh, that is IGE, which will we will get to. Um, so that's the dark punchline of this whole Den thing is that basically they were using this whole company, it seems, to lure underage boys uh, with the promise of acting jobs or work on these various series and being like you know internet. Uh, almost like I mean again I don't know why we keep using this comparison but like like a TikTok house kind of like come uh, to this house and you can be a star on the internet. Yeah, I mean it's basically pretty relevant. Um, although I guess the TikTok house isn't really uh, as, as far as we know uh, involved in like exploiting children. I think we should describe the plot of Chad's World before we read like some of the like substance of the allegations. Because sure. I think there's, like, an eerie sort of resonance between what the plot of Chad's world is and some of the stuff we talked about already, but also, like, what uh, the victims of Mark Collins-Rector and this clip of people described.
1: Oh, Jack, I think you remember me.
0: What you want, faggot.
1: How does it feel to be responsible for murdering your own son? Who the hell do you think you are? You just get off my property! I was just curious to see what kind of animal makes his own son feel he has to blow his brains out to feel loved. You bastard! What are you doing? Let me go! You can't do this! Listen, you have no idea what I can or can't do. Let me tell you what's about to happen. I'm gonna kill you. Oh. Oh, no. I'm definitely not seeing that. Now, I would suggest you don't speak again. Not a single word. Now, uh-oh, you're about to lose your job. <laughs> After that, any place you try to find work won't hire you. You eventually will run out of money. Your wife is going to meet a very God-fearing man and will leave you. <laughs> you're a pariah, <laughs> and for as long as you live, I'll be watching you. Every moment of every day for the rest of your life everything you touch will turn to shit so My advice would be just kill yourself now. Point of justice, you know Please. Oh, oh, he said shut up. Oh You're really not quite stupid uh, Interesting idea about the police thing. For the full-length episode, please subscribe to the Hour of Frequency at patreon.com slash subliminal jihad.